Good news, everyone. Then where are we now? Do you have idiots on your planet? You're obviously confused. It's me, Zoidberg, remember? From high school? Hello, you're listening to The Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 1, Episode 4, Love's Labors Lost in Space, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. Hello. Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchy. Joining us today is our very special guest, Eric Kaplan. Pause. No, it's not the uh, uh, producer, executive producer, Eric Kaplan. Just some schlub that we've been friends with for the last 10 years. I think years, he's just who a story Futurama, Who probably changed his name before we met him to be friends with us because he knew how much we liked Futurama. I don't care about really that. I really built so that much. up, so now I'm going to be a complete letdown for the rest of this. <laughs> oh, we're going to promote Thanks. this whole thing like Eric Kaplan. I'm just Futurama. glad you grew a beard before I really got to know you because those pictures beforehand creeped me out. Very childlike. That's it's, how I met him. He was strange. a young, baby-faced like young a, man. I was like that's a how cherub. I knew him for years. <laughs> So uh, j- I guess we can get to that at the end, what you do with your work time and free time. But anyway, uh, I like this episode a lot for a number of reasons. It also made me very, very sad for one specific reason. But, um, but what I really got out of this was that it's the first episode where the characters felt like I remembered them. Like Bender especially. Um, but I, I think they had solidified what it is they're doing and what purpose they serve. And I think that John DiMaggio had kind of locked into the Bender voice and character at this point. At so least. W- does everything make you sad? What, how did that make you sad? Well, well, we can get to that later. Did it make you miss like the heyday of the show? Is that? No. It didn't make him sad. No, he was saying that it made him sad because of... One specific reason, reason that we can get to a character. Oh, so you're going to wait till we get to that part of the show. Yes, oh. I, it's a tease. I don't know what the, I, I have no idea what you might be talking about. Well, then, okay. You'll, you'll be surprised and amazed. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like... This what, wasn't, like, a heartfelt, touching episode. Really like, you know. It bummed me the fuck out, honestly. Um, because you had just pity th- sex we, with an can we sexy speculate? alien babe. <laughs> well, can we speculate on what we this can, might be? We, uh, we can speculate that... Zat Brannigan is the best character ever made. Introduced ever. in this episode, and yes, that is a, it's really exciting that you get to be on this podcast for this episode because we're introduced to him for the first time. I love that character, and I love that he's arguably the best character on that show, at least in my eyes. I feel like he sums up every retro sci-fi hero like the name Zap Brannigan, I mean, it's like Buck Rogers yeah. or Flash Gordon. Like it is everything that you wanted, like a sci-fi character, and like to super be. cheesy. But William kind of Shatner-y, also a dick, you know? Yeah. Well, also the fact that he's got a big gut, and it, that you know he's got like the uh, the girdle on, which is very Shatnery too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that later was a Shat- that was Shatner. a real Shatner thing. He yeah. wore a girdle on a. I should look into that. It's it's Wearing if William Shatner. Yeah. Was was actual Captain Kirk? Like if it was, if it was actually him, yes. not Captain Kirk. Not Captain but yeah, Kirk. William but just Shatner William was Shatner. the captain of the Nimbus he's, or he's the half Enterprise. Kirk, or her, half Kirk, half Shatner. Like yeah. that's him. yeah, yeah. And we're really, I mean, we are jumping ahead because honestly, is that being the A story? It doesn't come in until about a third of the way through the that's episode. That's true. That's true. Back to what you were saying before about 
the characters and like you being who they are. Mm-hmm. My only problem is is the voices are still not where oh, they Zach's are voice. for like yeah, especially they're all like, oh, still this is him. getting there and yeah. It, well, testing it it's out. It's weird. Okay, it bothers but, me. But you've been watching this incessantly for years. That's I true. haven't watched it for 15 years. And what, all I mean is that and you, for Bender, this is the first episode where it didn't feel like old Homer. I'm like, hello, yeah, boy. It did feel, I mean, it felt it's like he kind of hit but, yeah, the groove. He, they, that, this show didn't take long at all. I mean, for four episodes in, for a, a show that went as long as it did, it didn't take long for you to exactly to know the characters, right. know who they are, and you get them. Like you understand oh, right exactly away. who they yeah. are. There's no you didn't take six seasons to go, oh, okay. Like I, some I of the it. side characters, some of their jokes, like in this episode, Zoidberg had a couple of jokes that were um not really him. He, we haven't established that he's like this pathetic schlub yet. Now he's just making kind of like <laughs> like bad alien doctor jokes, you know, which are hilarious too, but like we haven't met like sad Zoidberg yet. We don't know that he's that character. It yet. gets pretty close though. The professor, we haven't really just you know figured out how insane he is yet. He now he's just kind of like he's kooky. absent-minded right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, one I, I, Bender, who I've said many times is one of my least favorite characters on the show, had a couple couple moments that made me laugh. Uh, and even though this isn't like a good Bender joke, it's it's it was it's a good example of when he could be funny. And it wasn't even really anything he said, but when uh, they were talking about, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little later in the episode, but when uh, Leela said something about bringing two of every animal, and Bender's like, why? And then she whispered to him. Oh, he, just, yeah. he just giggled, and something about his giggle just like, he <laughs> was so good. And uh, just remind, reminded me of, like, speaking of, uh, you know, becoming friends with you 10 years ago, Eric, and... Uh, uh, discovering very early on that I didn't know what sex was. <laughs> <laughs> you you made up for that time. You though. never got that part of the Bible in Genesis with the two animals and mm-hmm. and and yeah. Uh, your wife explained it to you on your wedding night. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like early on, but you I never got we were... to experience it because you were up all night giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I I think uh, we were quoting Zap Brannigan like within the first couple weeks we met each other and we were just like, oh yeah, okay, well we. We're going to be friends. We get the same Futurama jokes. Because I secretly know. want to be Zap Brannigan. Uh, yeah, and you, the you gut, have a, the guts getting there. It's just being. You, don't you, shave. You have. You <laughs> Please have a, don't shave. Uh, a series of um, uh, paintings uh, as a sort of, I guess you would say, like homage to that. Not not Zap Brannigan, but the characters that he's based off of. Would I you ripped say off that? Zap Brannigan. Okay, I mean, that's, that's not that's what not I was going <laughs> for. I just, you know. No, it's, it's what's his name again? Blast Masterson. Blast Masterson. Yeah, it was uh, basically like the idea of doing this sci-fi themed art show and then taking like rather than having it being a very serious like Flash Gordon or Buck Roger. I keep going back to those two because those are like the pinnacle of that old sci-fi for me. But serious uh, Flash Gordon. Well, I think old comic books were pretty. Oh, serious. you're right. Yeah. OK. Um, but there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't not think about cer- that. Certainly not the movie. Yeah. But um, I watched that movie so many times as a kid, and though. it's amazing. It's just, and it's one of my favorite movies ever. The thing, the thing where you, they stick their hand in the tree stump, and there's like the the scorpion that stabs yeah, the wrist, like that terrified terrifying. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that uh, bothering me too. I hope I'm never around any. Bugs. Also, really, you know, the the kind of scantily clad lady costumes all over the place. Yeah, that also makes it that pretty was a, amazing, especially when you watch it as like a 15 year old kid. You're like, whoa. That was Wait a, a minute. That was a good, good Futurama. You feel weird things. 
a good Futurama moment, a good, especially this early in the series where they were really hitting the, the science fiction, uh, uh, you know, things, things about science fiction and making jokes about it with the, because it, it started off, um, Leela went on a date. That's, that's kind of the, the idea behind lonely. the show is Leela's lonely and she's trying to find someone. She goes on the date. There's the joke about her eye and the guy's tongue and everything. And then they go to that club later. But the clubs they didn't go to, Federal Sex Bureau. Oh, that the, all the characters. And, and yeah. Saucy Puppet Show. Saucy like, Puppet Show. I, that came up again later. I really want to go to either or both of those. Uh, when, when they brought up the Saucy Puppet Show again later, that was another good bender moment where he's yeah. like, mm -hmm. done and done, or, or absolutely, or whatever he said. But when they went to the club and everyone the had the joint. circles. The ring. The hip joint. The hip joint, yeah. I, all right, this is going to... Um, Make me look stupid, which is just—I mean, it'll be the first time in 34 years. But I didn't—I didn't get that joke. What? Just because it's a hip and a hip is a joint—is that the? I, I didn't. It was it like a It's like a triple entendre. Yeah, like a robot like, there's joke? nothing to get. It's just no, called it's just, the hip. Joint. Okay, I didn't know if there was more. If it was like no, a, a, yeah, but a tech joke or something mean, or whatever. Would you, you know? been better off if it was called like the cool place? No, I. Uh, but see, as the hip joint, it's literally a play on words because the hip is a joint. It's also, I mean, they went off on hipsters basically, and this was 15 years ago. Yeah, they were making fun of it was the, like, oh, the, like it's the too ironic cool to thing, wear the circles, mm -hmm. and but that's a, such a classic, uh, like 50s and 60s uh, sci-fi costume to have, like yeah. just circles, you know, around your arms and waist and stuff. But can I, can I uh, 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 confess something? Um, yes, uh, you wear. When sticks. I asked that question about. Uh, what the, the the meaning behind the name of it and the joke? As I was ex explaining, as I was asking and explaining, and then and then acting like, is that what it is? I was figuring it out for the first time, and I actually <laughs> like, I could have just like let that go. How long but, ago did that episode air? Uh, was this still 1999? Um, Tom, April 13th, 1999. Oh, and so it took uh, you since do, do 1999 you to, to figure that out. Bring up the uh, the trivia point for that since we're on it. At the very end of the episode, or towards the end of the episode, Zap Brannigan, they're, they're going off in the Nimbus, and uh, he asks uh, Kiff what the date is, and he says, April 13th, 3000, and he goes, you know, April 13th, point two or something yeah, yeah. like that, mm -hmm. but it's actually it was aired on April 13th. It's not even, mm -hmm. it's not even a uh, really that. Well, that's neat, though. Like, he said it. You know, if you're watching it for the first time, like, oh, it is April 13th. That's, that's crazy. So this also unveils Bender's Gaydar, one of his many accessories. Oh, yes. But I like the fact Rick. that it comes out as, it's like basically a walkie-talkie that he pulls out of his chest and then is either 100% accurate or clearly defective. Yeah. Everybody, everyone was gay. What right. about a gay weather Agreed. balloon? And then, then <laughs> interestingly... Amy leaves with the uh, hyper-intelligent cloud, which I thought was very kind of M4, progressive. M4538. Which I, I was thinking about. I'm like, how weird would that be if that cloud was like God from the later episode where Bender meets God, basically? <laughs> like, <laughs> spoiler it, alert. Very, spoiler clearly, alert. Yeah. It clearly wasn't, but... Oh, and then later there's could have been the, like God's cousin. <laughs> did, there's did, another episode where they have like a the beauty pageant. Yeah, yeah, the beauty pageant. Yeah, the beauty pageant. But that that character is Billy West does the voice, mm -hmm. and there, and he sounds like God later when he he, the way he did that voice, like he like it came from like in his chest, and the, when they were recording it, the people at the studio, like the engineers, thought there was something wrong and didn't realize he was doing it. They rewired their entire 
studio. Yeah, they thought there was like a crackling in the system. They something. thought there was like some problem with the wiring, but he was just like doing this. that. Was... Yeah. But Billy West is is amazing. Yeah. And I know I'm kind of going off topic. No, here, you're not. That is, but that, there is that's a, a topic. But there is a documentary um, about professional voice artists. Oh, and, I'd like to see that. And he is basically, it's, it's Billy West is, I don't know if you want to call it the star, but he's the one who kind of takes you he's your, is it your I narrator know, i know that voice i think yeah. so yeah isn't john dimaggio is like the main i'm guy. sure he is well, i'm sure there's oh, a bunch yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. john dimaggio Actually, no I, yeah, you're right you're right um yeah well there you go i i just i'm sorry screw I, the pooch on that now you made me look like an idiot tom sorry I'm, I'm the fact department well, here <laughs> i appreciate it thank you he's great too he's great yeah, on uh, that documentary Adventure is awesome. yes. and everything else it's on netflix or it was i don't know if it still is or not yeah. but you should check i it out. agree billy west is fantastic yes, yes. go I, back to your we'll point still, I mean, like, we'll come back to that later. oh i figured out pete's sad thing yeah i figured we'll get it there. out so you, do you want do you want to hold like, off no until we're, you're we'll to, wait until okay. we're there i have to psych right. myself i wonder up if the now i'm at home sad too oh geez the listeners at home i mean so that's like this whole a arc i or i don't even know how it fits because there's the thing about leela trying to find love but then it's like okay abruptly switch into but wait the mission we, we missed about how zoidberg falls in love with a lobster <laughs> and he takes a lobster <laughs> think, home was it a lobster or a crab no it was, it was a, a, lobster. Lobster. a lobster okay it was, lobster. it was like in the tank like probably like to eat or something yeah. or just decoration yeah. it was a decorative but tank. that look yeah. that look on his face and the look on the lobster his <laughs> tiny little beady eyes oh. long lost descendant of uh, Snippy or now, uh, Pinchy. Oh, Pinchy. Pinchy. Had oh, that Pinchy. been uh, later, in, later, and in, even in this season or later in the series, something sad would have happened to Zoeberg. Like the lobster would have, like, and pulled she out of the tank over and to, like, She would have embarrassed them. No, the lobster, they would have locked eyes and the lobster would have, like, crawled sideways closer to its lobster lover and Zoeberg would have gone, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, that would be good. Poor Zoeberg. So, yes, Leela just wants to fall in love. And um, that oh that janitor too had the had Scruffy's voice. Oh really? I thought the guy he was sweeping like a, up at the end. I thought he was like an, another Sal. The like, there's so many Sal. Or no, I mean Sal. Sal that's, it's Sal's voice. It's it's the standard Sal. sort of For the first few episodes. Trucker, you have Sal, and then there was a couple other like knockoff Sal's before they made Sal like a reoccurring character and gave him a name and stuff. I, I and then I there just, was also uh, 21st Century Girl, who. Was who hooked up with Fry, or who Fry hooked up with? Yes, because uh, she was like, "Oh, remember when uh, the robots oh, yeah, took over good, enslaved yeah. humanity?" He's like, "I, I think so." <laughs> I, that, that's, yeah, that sounds familiar. I uh, so, but that okay. So that's a really interesting point. And and if you, here's a little side jag. If you look at history like that. As it expands and compresses, your you know, we could look at stuff that happened a thousand years ago and be like, well, this happened in one thousand A.D. and this happened in eleven hundred A.D. or you know, C.E. and and uh, C.E. instead of A.D. and A.D. But Fahrenheit, Celsius, yes, exactly all the same. But you know, realistically, those things seem like well, this happened and then this happened and these were directly connected. But if you were living at the time, nobody on either end of that would really intersect with either of them. I mean, I have so, no idea okay, what you're okay, saying. Okay, so right like now. a thousand years from now, yes. when people go, well, Bill Clinton was elected, uh, but Abraham Lincoln was elected right before him, a hundred years before. And 
freed the slaves, and that led to all these problems that eventually uh, wound up with this lunatic named Donald Trump 100 years later. It was like one right after the other. It, 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 if you look at it from 1,000 years ago, or in the year 3000, you look at 21st century girl and 20th century man, it, there would be no effective difference unless you were a student of history. Like, at best, you would kind of understand that their lives were sort of similar. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like when we hit the singularity in 10 or 15 years or whenever that happens. 25 to 50. Exactly. But what if, I mean, maybe the joke's like, you're thinking about, like, because it's 1999, it's not the actual 21st century yet. While you're watching the show, that could have happened right after, like, within, like, well, if you, that's, you that's think about three possible. years. The, the leaps and bounds technologies made just in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like, let alone, say, our grandparents or, you know, whatever. Like, Yes. The amount of time that would have gone past between Fry and that girl and the amount of history and advancements, there very well could have it, been a cyborg it, it, war. It's the I whole mean, thing of, like, uh, in the year 1000 AD, how different and it totally recognizably the same was a place in the world at that time and then 1100 AD. You would have been like, well, what's the difference? How much would we it have would in like common a, with someone in, in like 2099? The, 20s, the 22nd century. Listen, I don't like, have anything in common honestly, with like, no. my niece. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I've been in the 22nd like, century. The, the, the Star Wars prequels, they're 30 years earlier and everything's pretty much the same because it's like, oh yeah, because sometimes, you know, there there's that wall yeah, for... I didn't see any blue milk in this last movie, so... Blue milk. Is that a Firefly reference? About. You were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, they didn't have any blue milk. They had the blue milk. Oh, the from the... Oh, okay. God. Sorry, I, I'm nerd crying. Maybe the blue Lost. milk cows dried up. God damn You don't it. know. You don't know. Tragedy. All Tragedy. right, maybe we'll find out in Rogue One. <laughs> uh, I have a question, just because I have mine, and if you guys have one, too. No, uh, yeah. In this... Uh, what? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> in this episode, like, these Zat Brannigan lines... Don't hold a candle to the later Zap Brannigan lines, but there were still some really good ones. It's the fourth yeah. episode. You know, you're still know. skipping the mission. That. Let's get when we get. Let's. Oh, oh yeah. Let's bring up right. stuff when we get okay. to. So, so then they they go you jumper they're, ahead. They're going to the planet. You're you're rushing it now. Right. There's like 17 professor lines <laughs> as they're just introducing it. Like each pound weighs 10,000 pounds. I just want to step on all your feet so bad. Why don't we go by act in the the actual. Uh, Episode and then time is a flat circle, and Horchie doesn't recognize the delineations <laughs> between cause and effect. To be fair, I'm excited about the Zap Branding and stuff too. Uh, I know. I'll bum you out good beforehand. Just Son don't don't worry about it. So the professor, he always brings up a mission. That's like usually how the uh, episode yeah, right. yeah, yeah, ends the, up really starting, like the main plot. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like a setup, and then he something says happens. Good news, frisky something happens, little doomed animals. Happens. It's a planet full of frisky little doomed animals. Watching this, okay, so I've, you know, like, I've watched Futurama so many times. Watching this, up until the professor came in and was talking about dark matter, I had no, I forgot that it was about Nibbler. Like, Nibbler was also Oh, same in this here. Episode. As soon as he said like, dark matter, like, this is mm-hmm. the one. And it's like, wow, the, we met him in the fourth episode. Like, and, Zap Brannigan you know, and, Nibbler and Nibbler in the yeah, same it's episode? It's a huge, huge, Which huge if, episode. If, if our listener out there, uh, if you're, li- you know, listening to this episode, you didn't decide to skip it, and you're watching this for the first time, uh, uh, not to spoil anything, but Nibbler becomes a much more uh, fleshed out character uh, later on. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but we gave Horchie shit for skipping ahead to Zap Brannigan. Nibbler doesn't show up to the last five minutes of the episode. So who who is skipping ahead here? 
So uh, where were we? What, 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 we were talking Professor about the mission. The he comes in and he gives them the... They, he gives they have them the to, mission. He has to... Uh, the dark matter. It's uh, the planet Vergon 6. Is going to collapse because it's been mined of all its yeah, dark matter. and all the animals are... And then he keeps professoring all the... What, I didn't say anything about animals and then... You know. Then he says something about animals. Yeah. That's like your favorite type of joke in this. Yes, yes. Show uh, that uh, is like all those professor jokes. Yeah, professor jokes and fry jokes, like and you know some of the Zoidberg lines, but really like, yeah, any of the any of the classic like almost like not even not even uh, uh, Zucker Brothers, but like 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 uh, like like old, old Valdivian, uh who's on first jokes, you know, just like uh, uh, you're a. Uh, um, uh, it's uh, just silly nonsense. It's, yeah, it's it, a it's a absent-minded forgetfulness it, 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 that lets it, it, you tag somebody. Laurel and Laura and Hardy kind of like uh, like uh, uh, verbal, you know, um, running uh, in uh, fluff, fluff or whatever. Like, but I, I like that. And they get on the ship to to go on the mission. Bender is still, you know, it's like Leela's love life is, life is still the talk of conversation. Or the topic of yeah, yeah, which was great. And better solution is just like find a guy with two eyes and poke one of yeah, them out. Yeah, Use this. That was like, I, I like Bender-y that they were talking like, about yeah. Leela in front of Leela, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you didn't know that until they, they yes. showed her. Uh, I I would like to name the um the, the the so they get to the planet. They have a list of animals. I would like to name the four animals that we met. Look, uh, we can get to that when they get to the planet. They, they don't get to the planet for about another third oh of the episode. My God. Are you afraid you're going to run out of time? Do you want me to, do you want me to bring everybody down? I'll bring everybody down right now. Then they get to the Nimbus Pacing. with Zap Brannigan and Kip. Oh, yeah. And they Zap Brannigan that first. Guys, listen. was supposed to be played by Phil Hartman. Ah, uh, yeah. And as great of a character as Zap Brannigan is, and as wonderfully acted as Billy West performs him, he is not Phil Hartman. And I get so... Like, Phil Hartman is in this pantheon of comic actors... Like uh, John Candy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even Chris Farley to an extent, but I was a little old for when he was really in his oh, heyday. Okay. But I, you know, I remember him fondly. But but Phil Hartman, everything I've ever seen him in, and he was in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff. If you go and look at all, I mean, he was just loaded a, weapon one, a bit player in so many awful movies, but he always you watch, shown. You watch news radio, absolutely that show phenomenal and a very i think underrated tv show absolutely and still and, stands the test of time and still then as soon too. as he was off and they replaced him with john lovitz mm-hmm. who's great it was, by the way but that show wasn't so great after that john that lovitz is one took, of our listeners no oh my god i'm sorry mr lovitz i didn't mean it it, it but you still suck he's the I, only listener i probably <laughs> watch news radio as much as you have watched futurama i adore that show uh, on I, so many levels i've watched i mean i i'm very familiar i've watched news radio uh, a lot but i mean but he, Wendy Shrimp. We go. Wendy Shrimp was my favorite of the Yes, animals. I was going to get to Wendy Shrimp too. But that's, I mean, how, you know, the, the, the Simpsons managed to carry on by cannibalizing his pre recorded vocals to continue characters like Lionel Hutz. And that's great. And it almost got me thinking as after watching this episode like, has some OCD superfan combed through Phil Hartman's extensive oeuvre and re-recorded all of the episodes of Futurama with Zap Brannigan using Phil Hartman dialogue. Are you confessing something to us? No, I, I want to see it done. I certainly don't have the time is or the attention span to make it happen. I think I'd be really sad about that. <laughs> I think I'd be sad because one, Zap Brannigan is Zap Brannigan. It's, the way yeah. he okay. is now. So he, for me, 
if he was any different, not that I think Phil Hartman would have done a, 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 whether he would have done a better job or an equal job, Zap Brannigan is the way Zap Brannigan is. And, but what I, if? What if it'd be an interesting thing to see? Maybe it but, could have been terrible. But maybe it would yeah, like maybe it would have ruined. Have been, I doubt it. I mean, I doubt it absolutely. Because Phil, Phil Hartman, Hartman could play a pompous jackass. I mean, like I just picture he's amazing. But I picture Troy McClure as like a space captain, yeah. basically, yes. like yes. is yeah. what he would sound like. But at the same with point, a little bit of Shatner, he Billy probably West thrown in like you know took over that role, and that that's who Zap Brannigan is. Yeah. Like, and that's that's fine, but like. There will always be a tinge of melancholy for me, and and seeing just just like watching an episode of news radio and just going, this guy made me laugh every time I saw him on a screen. I'm surprised you didn't bring up how Kiff was supposed to be voiced by Christopher Reeves, and then, <laughs> you know, I also Pete, I really horse. wish that um, Brandon Lee didn't die filming uh, <laughs> The Crow, so Edward Furlong wouldn't have had to been in it, and then he could have. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Lee was going to be Nibbler. <laughs> <laughs> Following in his father's footsteps. So is that Brannigan, man? Yeah. Like, all right. All right. All right. All right. His first uh, line. This. This. Oh, what was his first line? About his velour. Oh, okay. Uniform. Yeah. And, and, like, and that comes back, you know, and that's that really sets up who he is, you know, for sure. Uh, my all, favorite Zap Brannigan line in this episode was um, when he meets Leela, and he's like, he's like. Hey, uh, <laughs> has my fame preceded me or was I too quick for it? And there weren't a lot of like great <laughs> Zap Brannigan lines in there, but that was, that was my favorite one in that episode. Well, the other thing too, is it, it introduces Zap Brannigan, but it also introduces Kiff at the same time. Oh right? yeah. And I love Kiff, Kiff Croker, the two of them together, especially in this episode where when Zap isn't around, Kiff is like, Oh, fat. So this and <laughs> yeah. bag that, yeah. and like, he's very insulting to him where you don't necessarily see that. I don't remember if you see it much later on. Do they tone it down as the series they, goes they on? They may have. I would have to go back and watch. But it, it, there's like, like there are moments like, where he like definitely like has a problem with him. He's but very loyal. It's a codependency. Yeah. Like, you like see yeah. his yeah. And and that's the other thing is like his character. Really, Kiff, have the boy really. lay out my uniforms. It, who? <laughs> you, Kiff. You're the boy. His <laughs> character is the way they thought of who he would be. Like the. Uh, like Matt Granian and uh, mm-hmm. David X. Cohen thought, like, what if Spock just despised Captain yeah. Kirk, but just had to be loyal and completely because he was he logical. Took an oath so, or like, yep. yeah. So that's how Kiff came about, which I think is absolutely great. I okay. This is a procedural question. I mean, I I come at these a lot about like j- just the. Um, I, I'm trying. I'm struggling for a word. the The reality of the universe as presented. Do the uniforms that Zap and Kiff and the the crew wear? Do they have pants? No. Or underpants? Or is it just a free falling no, situation? He, when he goes, he, he climbs, climbs up, the up the ladder. Well, no. I and I get that, <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to, like, if you were climbing up a ladder beneath a gentleman wearing yoga pants that wouldn't exactly it's, be a pleasant it's kind of like it's kind of like a kilt though like you know like it, there's my guess is that there's probably could have been based on that there's probably some sort of military issue 
underoos, like a thong they, or maybe like, a probably jock some strap. sort of underwear that they have to wear. But like Zap Brannigan, I like to think being, they got a free ball it, man. But like Zap Brannigan being Zap Brannigan would be the kind of guy to not wear. Yeah, he just free ball it. Wouldn't you want it. support though? Maybe not it was Zap the Brannigan, underwear from the... from Fry's commercial dream when he had the the underwear commercials <laughs> after to his brain. Oh. What was the name of that underwear? Spoiler alert. What was the name of that? What? I don't know. I don't remember. But I but I feel like there's probably. I mean, you wouldn't go into battle wearing. I wouldn't. Not wearing underwear. But Zap Brannigan is the kind of guy who would. And I don't even like going for a illu- brisk walk without illu- underwear. Further illustrates his character. Either I, way, if he had tidy whities on and, and you were underneath that ladder, like you don't want to see that either, you know? No. Yeah. No, although, I mean, was Kiff's repulsion just based on an interspecies grossness? Or was it? No, you know, he's, no, because he he falls. You in know love what? With Amy. Zap Brannigan wears like a, a a leopard thong. We come on, right? I mean, that's... I think freeballing it. I think he doesn't have anything on under the. Bar. Yeah. Or maybe one of those ones you get at Spencer Gifts. It's like an elephant trunk. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me check Rule Thirty Four. What is... I like to think that Dupe would just have like, you know, just really gross giant underwear <laughs> that they all have to wear, and it would hang out of that. His giant, skirt. His so they just all dog. decide not to wear them. Uh, Brannigan's Law came up. Yeah. Uh, is, in this. So does that come back over and over? We also we considered that as a possible title for this podcast. So like, is that a recurrent theme? That might just be a great line that we remembered and we kept thinking about. Huh. I, I, I'm think, not sure. I, th- I could be wrong, but I feel like Brannigan's Law comes up and it's just any sort of general idiocy associated with with Zap Brannigan is referred to as Brannigan's Law. Okay. Because I feel like even in this episode, it's not consistent. Like, I feel like it just, it's... It's whatever he feels is, like, what he wants to do. It's a very broad-reaching law. But it always comes hard and fast? Mm -hmm. Is that, is that the, how he describes it? It's most probably a comedic reference to the Star Trek's prime directive, right? I... Quick note on the the skirt uniforms. Uh, and since for the prime draft came up for Star Trek, uh, the first season of Next Generation, there were uh, women with skirts on in the in the the early in the original series in the sixties. Uh, mm-hmm. The the men wore pants and the women wore skirts. And in uh, the Next Generation, they made a point of oh, this is a hundred years later. Everything is like uh, uh, the, the gender stuff is is so much more more uh, progressive. That some of the Starfleet uniforms, every once in a while, you'll see an extra walk by a man wearing a, a, a skirt, wearing a woman's uniform. Well, so that goes back to the point I was trying to make before. If Next Generation and the original Star Trek are supposed to be a hundred years apart, you know, in the in the grand scheme yeah. of things, you're looking at it a thousand years in the future. Those two would be basically the same, but they're so different. Do you get what I mean? Yes. Now I. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I yeah. do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's a good. It's a, I had yeah, to put it good, into Star uh, Trek yeah. terms so that the nerds would understand. <laughs> uh, right? Obviously. Hey, I got you. Pete. That's how my you. first girlfriend explained uh, sex to me. It's like when Data was built with a penis and he meets Tasha Yar and they get drunk. I don't know how androids get drunk, but he did. And then I think, but with Brannigan's Law, actually, I don't. It does not appear anywhere else in the actual series like they never bring it up it's just this I don't, yeah i think you're right i think it might just be this i think we just love that line so much i think we're so used i guess to we'll find out the four of us saying that and some of our other friends like you know dan and everybody quoting that line so many times it's just you know how much do you think it would cost to build your own lovenasium well 
I've done extensive <laughs> research on this. You're, you know, I've seen your master bedroom, and it's not far off. Your master bedroom. I like how the the bed is has to be plugged in. It's like electrical. <laughs> Mine would just be uh, a bunch of fox wings. And that, and then back <laughs> to the phone where Leela's on the at the on the spaceship talking on the phone when she calls. Oh, and it's like, just like a, it's yeah. like a regular phone. But that's the stuff or like I like a cord, about it. Corded phone, because back in 1999, I mean, most people yeah. still had. Yeah, but in Star Trek, lines. back in the 60s, they just be like, they didn't have a. They, they just the talk out. Yeah, uh, you know. yeah. It's 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 a creative license of how much of this do you want it to, how much do you want to identify with it? How because much do you, you would have laughed with if they would have had a like a landline phone. But like also, that. I was going to say it also makes drama. Funny. It, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it funny that they're still using well, it's, antiquated it's, technology yeah. at times. It, it's like, I was saying, uh, if they did this, they, they would remove a lot of comedy if they were like, oh, well, it's the year 3000, everybody is just a floating uh, uh, energy chip crystal that, you know, it's like you got to have the, Some you know. relatability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this has the reference to Champagne. I was going to say, if we, <laughs> if we talk about Zach Brannigan's Lovenasium, Without bringing up champagne, I'd be very disappointed. It's that that just complete arrogant confidence that then gets shattered, which is so <laughs> spectacular. So sad. Why? Okay, Leela wakes. Okay, Leela ends up sleeping with Zap Brannigan mm-hmm. after being arrested because they were trying to get to a planet, that planet to save, save animals. animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did she wake up and look over and completely shocked? Did, was she drunk? Maybe she had some like, champagne uh, or whatever. Right. Know? Champagne. She was champagne. overwhelmed Zap with Brannigan rape Leela? Whoa. No. Oh. Whoa. No, but you know what, though? Uh, he's a scumbag, on, but he's not on, that kind of scumbag. On, was it on that topic? Uh, uh, since, oh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Horchie did have a, uh, a social justice warrior <laughs> moment during this episode. <laughs> how, how bad did Fry and Bender slut shame uh, Leela when she came back and told them uh, what had happened? When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, is that a thing I can bring up? And I was like, no, Zap Brannigan sucks, and that's why they were like, really? You slept with that guy? Well, he's the he, worst, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's, he was he's a, crappy. We've all had friends that, that took someone home that we would not agree with. Yeah, and it had and, nothing to do with, uh, and you know... With them having sex, is just... That's my opinion. That I could be wrong. It's so, also she also was very lonely. Yeah, yeah they, they commiserate. I mean, I don't... I think she did that purely for him. I, don't, I think that's no, a factor for I, sure. I yeah, think but. he... In her loneliness, and then he exacerbated that by discussing the lonely life of being a captain. Which, which, how is much of that do you think was an act? Do you think that was uh, uh, sincere? I don't know. I don't think Zap Brannigan is self-aware at all. So but, that was just. But not only that, though, is that they really illustrated when they ran into the Nimbus initially how much Leela was kind of enamored with the idea of Zap Brannigan. Yeah, with the idea of Zap Before they get yeah. on the ship. So yeah. she sort of had an idea of who he was. <laughs> because of his battles. And then the, one of my favorite uh, uh, Zap Brannigan lines was when he explained, um, he's like, oh, are you, uh, you're known for fighting uh, the, the big the wars. And how did you, how did you, uh, the Killbots or whatever. And he's like, the Killbots have a, a set number of kills. And I sent in, uh, wave after wave of my own men to die, and it was oh, <laughs> so Zapparin again. My favorite part of that whole that whole speech is the way he's sort of just staring off into into nothing, as <laughs> leaning over the chair and just shaking his arms back and forth. Like, something about that animation, yeah. I found completely hilarious. Uh, that that um, uh, 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 that speech. Uh, 
that part of that when he um there's the, uh, only one deleted scene from this episode on the DVD uh after he explains the killbot thing he's like isn't that right killtron 3000 or whatever and there's a killbot <laughs> uh, uh, with his arms around two of the two of Brannigan's men and he's like oh everything's just love. And then Bender <laughs> comes over and he's like, I'll fix this. And he resets it from 9,099 <laughs> to zero. And then he's like, kill, destroy. And he chases after them. And, you know, I did enjoy the Bender and Fry shenanigans in their steam room cell, <laughs> because that was just such a weird aside where they're just hanging out like in a sauna. And, you know, Bender apparently didn't have any access to alcohol yet. Didn't get his usual like stubble and and oily armpits and things. But steam that would just rust him though. Exactly, but he came out, you know, a okay. Yeah, that was another one of those like, ah, this is just funny. We we can't we can't it's mess with the, the physics of it. We've got to fill it. I know. Couple it's also a, a fry moment too, where he's like, oh, Bender, pull the pull the lid off this. Steam <laughs> it's like, so oh, no, it's full of steam. Like, it's, <laughs> speaking of fry moments, there's a, a the whole conversation where they mention Zat Brannigan defeating the Killbots, and it's got this sort of title, which I don't remember what it was. Um, the name of the war the or whatever, the, the battle. battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And yeah. it's another one of those Fry moments where he's like, yeah, and tell us more about the... And he completely flubs the name. It's, it's a reoccurring thing. Like, oh, when he's like, uh, aren't you? Yeah. It, he's oh, I like, heard about the uh, when you had the killbots and the something and something. I'm playing and something, 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 the battle of something. Yeah, and yeah. Fry does that so often yes, throughout that was the show where it's just he can't remember yeah. these historical events that everybody else really yeah. knows. And I just, it's its hilarious. Oh, there's one. Oh, God. I can't, that's like I can't my, think of it. That's like a regular what, day what? for me. Yeah. I know. I, I, uh, <laughs> well, that's because you're Give me something. Yeah. Hold on. Go oh, on. Okay. No, no, no. So look they up. finally this get down to Vergon 6. And now we can talk about your Wendy Shrimp. Also a Sharktopus. From Lame Go. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the list. <laughs> Which is that, I'm gonna read the list. All right. all, we all meet. First, all I'm gonna I'm gonna read the four that we met. Purple Fruit Snake, awesome. Bender gets eaten, walks away with them. Wendy Shrimp was the cutest Futurana, Futurama animal I think that I, or creature I've ever seen, and is now my favorite thing. And I'm gonna try to turn the Wendy Shrimp into some kind of. A meme a seafood restaurant that oh yeah, that should be like oh, developed no. uh, <laughs> part of the waterfront oh, stuff going up downtown. Now I just thought of it as a seafood restaurant, and I just thought of it as like a seafood restaurant where people fart all the time, like just fart seafood farts. No, like. it, it would be something where it's a new way of cooking seafood by blowing extremely hot air on it. You know, like uh, you know, like steamed. Well, not not steamed. It would be like like a Dyson fan. But superheated air, and you just kind of put your your seafood on a skewer and stick it in this thing, and it, a steam it's, pipe. But it's it's not it's <laughs> not like an steam. oven. It's that the air is blowing around and circulating it because steam would be wet. This would be a dry heat. Oh, okay. Just a, yeah, just a dry. Okay. Yeah. But like like putting it behind a, an engine or something like exactly like, like that. When they are uh, showing the planet of. Burgon six. six. I didn't name all the animals. Wait, no, you go first. Uh, put a pin in mind. You go. When they show the uh, planet of Burgon Six, uh-huh. it's very similar to uh, Endor from yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and when they have the hologram of Endor, it looks just yes. like the hologram of uh, the four-legged mimic. Great fry moment. Horse that kind of looks like Leela and Leela, and, and he they throws both the net. Point to each other. <laughs> I love it. Points are a little hoof. That was great. Tom loves uh, 
Any 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 horse related comedy. <laughs> um uh and the hermaphilmingos, that was the other one we met, uh, which was great. The one had a mustache. <laughs> what, so what I loved about all of this is when they collect all of these animals, they just throw them all into the hole together. <laughs> yeah, same place. Yeah. Well, they all would have fought. I was a little surprised. Or just what, whatever, like no, you know. no containment. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me read these other ones real quick. Okay, Sharktopus, that's that's cute. Chilean space bass, that's pretty good. <laughs> Parasitic puppy. Parasitic puppy. Okay. They so I wrote all these yeah. down <laughs> as I was watching it. And then I went online and realized, yeah, I could have just I looked just, it yeah, up. Yeah. But um, the first time you see it, you just see like the end of it. And I, at first, I was really hoping it was going to be sarcastic puppy. Oh. Uh, because <laughs> that would have been great. Just, That's a great name. Just like a, a puppy that like you come home and it's like, oh, I'm so happy to see you, I guess. Because most of these are great band names. Uh, my favorite of these, or second favorite, I'm not sure. No, second favorite. Gretchen Mole. But mole spelled M O L E. I knew that name and I had to look it up. It was like the girl. She's like the girlfriend in Rounders, and she's the girlfriend in every other ninety. She was in. Uh, oh crap! It was one of the Betty Page movies. Uh, she she played. Like, she I'm played Betty Page in like the Amazing Betty Page uh, or something. Betty Page. The B- Betty Vampire Page Slug. <laughs> Betty Page. Oh, Betty decent. Page. Uh, this is this might be my favorite. Excommunicated Cardinal. <laughs> uh, just, just, I had like it was one of those I looked at it and then I did look at it again and uh, Molotov cockatoo that was pretty good would have liked to have seen that probably a pretty violent bird or drunk bird so the real game would be to take that list and then take that shot of when they take Nimbler and put him in the hold and try to pick out which, which animal ones are which. Is which oh I didn't even think of that and I wonder Why if there's Nib- one oh, do that Nibbler wasn't on the list no oh because they didn't know about him no yeah he was transplant but when they open up and they put nibbler in there there's a whole bunch of animals that weren't on that list well there there were multiple lists yeah you have to imagine it wasn't just that sheet of paper that was just they had to get two of every animal so that they could mate (laughs) (laughs) you know what i liked when bender pulled his sleeves up to move the dark matter (laughs) He oh, looks, oh, yeah. oh he, he slides. That, he, his, he does that yeah. later too. I love when but, uh, he does that. But it was that. like good, you know, uh, it's like in the first episode where he he puts his arms on somehow without them both being connected. I, that's it's a cute bender scene, thing. You know, it's more so than when he rolls his sleeves. When he up, puts the bag is when he puts the yeah, baggie yeah, over great. his hand yeah. to pick it up. It's like <laughs> oh. when and when he drops the dark matter into the fire. Uh, Engine. It's, it's a, a boiler. It's a furnace. It's a, yeah, it's a spaceship, and they have a, f- a furnace. And that, that, I thought that was great. Yeah, but yeah. it like the fuel goes up to like full mm-hmm. almost. In like a later episode, it's very similar thing happens, but it only goes like to an eighth or a quarter, yeah. or something like that. Like, so maybe the f- spaceship got less fuel efficient, or maybe their feet they were feeding Nibbler probably a lot more junk and not as well, many. Nibbler ate mangoes. a whole planet's worth of. Animals. Yeah, that's true. Two two observations. I think we I think we kind of hit most of the story again. I yes. actually got three quick notes. Okay, let's hear. Uh, one, I don't recall seeing any slurm in this episode. I looked. Uh, yeah, I did not see anything either. Um, so that's in that, that's two out of four, with no reference, which is that's interesting. Number two, uh, Leela in her undergarments is that an homage to Ripley? Oh, I didn't think about it. I wondered about that. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I I wondered about that, too. Sigourney Weaver, if you're listening to this at all, 
I mean, the, I, if John Lovitz need, need sends you a link to this podcast, uh, oh, by the way, real quick, uh, I just got to saw this in the finishers. Uh, that Killbot was named Corpsetron. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, and then the last thing, um, this is I think two times, maybe three out of these four episodes where Leela is referred to as an alien. And in other offline discussions with you, you've told me that she is not, in fact, an alien. We don't find that out That's yet. a spoiler, she, yeah. How she doesn't spoiler. know that, though. She doesn't know either. Yeah, she doesn't. Nobody like seems to, apparently. So how long do we have to wait to get that sorted out? Third season? Fourth season? I don't Re- know. That far That far. Yeah, up? she's looking for... She's she's an orphan for a long time. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep bringing Part it up her... every time it comes <laughs> up then until it there, gets explained. And, and there is an episode that actually features her family in it without actually ever oh, yeah. having anything. I just found that like, out they're too. They're there also. She's so. like, they're in the background or whatever. So, like like Nibbler Shadow, crazy yes. build-ups. John Lovitz, I know you're checking for continuity. Uh, if you get a chance, can you uh, tweet at us? Um, at uh, Slurmcast Pod. Slurmcast Pod. Has, how many times has Pete brought that up? Uh, it's probably two episode? right now because um, I think it's come up twice. And I will continue to do so because by the time I watch the next episode, I've completely forgotten that I've brought it up before. We did have a week break. We, we did. did have a one week break. How big do you think Zap Brannigan is? Tall or, uh, or do you mean heavy? like weight genitally? Like, like do you think Leela like his dong? Yeah. Do you think he's like <laughs> sw- swinging a, a you know like a a uh, you know? I think I would think not. He can't be that big. He's wearing a skirt, and we've already thought that. uh, So it's not. It's not probably not wearing underwear. Yeah. So I think, however big nature made him, I think he would take advantage of any and all, you know, prosthetics, and surgery and medical appliances necessary to make him as big as he thought he should be, and probably a little bit bigger. Picture Kiff just have to wrap his (laughs) around it. (laughs) (laughs) Kiff, see. Well, Fetch me my prosthesis. Hold on, now, let me check Kif, rule 34. Kiff, I imagine, has a probably pretty big penis. Oh, Kiff probably, yeah. Like like well, he's all stretching stuff. Kiff's yeah. got a big dick. He doesn't have bones. He can, like, stretch all his stuff you know, out and, you know. What if that's the nature of their relationship, is that Zap just comes down on Kiff all the time? Because uh, he's jealous of the size of his dick. Remember how much the uh, uh, Amazonians loved Kiff? Probably is pretty, you know. Well, that... Never thought about that. God, I can't wait for this new new episode. Um, hey, okay, so I wrote this down. Um, I had one uh, very vivid memory of uh, seeing this episode for the first time when it aired. You know, when I was in high school, uh, and I remember um, being. Even though I, I knew story wise, it wasn't something they were going to do. But I remember being. Um, I, I don't know if I'm just uh, like I have, I, have, I have a childhood fear of of animal from the Muppets, and I just when we met Nibbler and he ate all the animals, and like I just I was I thought he was going to eat some. I, I know that he wouldn't eat one of the main characters, but I'm like, what's the difference? We didn't know Nibbler was intelligent. I'm seeing this. For That's the first because time this came out like years before shows like The Walking Dead or Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, where I just anybody and everybody can die. Fear of yeah, no, no, I, I know that. So yeah, of course I didn't think that would happen, but. I just I I had a a fear of I was wondering why aren't they afraid of Nibbler? He just ate all these giant animals. Uh, he he doesn't seem intelligent, and uh, you know he just sees uh, living you know flashes. I food. don't. So like, why would they be okay with 
not being afraid that he's going to eat them too. You know did they I mean? put like, it together that Nibbler ate them, or did oh, they? Oh yeah, just, no, they, yeah, they, they came in. The, the room end. was empty, and then they were like, they had their <laughs> there were a bunch of animals here, and, and they now had their hermaphromingo, and oh, they put them down, right. and then he, yeah, he, he. See, my attention span and memory at this point is just. It's you, you you just went to LA for a, le- a week. You had a you had a crazy week. You just got it was, back. It was and a long it was Memorial. It was a, it was a lot of consulting and a lot of eating, uh, along with your normal uh, uh, you know uh, hus- husband father work duties. Yeah, I you know practicing my levitation band. It's okay to. I would have liked to see what the four legged mimic looked like if he mimicked Nibbler. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Bender. Uh, yeah, or that Bender. would be a good one too. But Lilo is the best. <laughs> I love just <laughs> they just point at each other <laughs> and Fry being and so it's, dumb. It's clearly <laughs> a horse, or <laughs> it looks like a horse with one eye and it's Lilo's four hair. legs and a long body. Yeah, I uh, j- just because it's the only uh, thing on my notes. Well, one of the only things that I uh, and I was talking about my favorite Zap Zabranigan lines, and this is my second favorite. It's not my favorite in the episode, but uh, when he. Uh, at the end, he has a little speech about, uh, uh, you know, well, at least I uh, made it with a hot alien babe. And isn't that why man first looked up into the stars and wanted, whatever he says, wanted to quest to travel and and then pauses and he's like, Kiff, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> it just goes, oh. It's a great, I, I great ending. I too, when uh, they come into the room and Zap is laying on the bed and he's trying to seduce Leela, and his, gut <laughs> his guts is like just, rolled over yeah, yeah. onto the side. They wanted to make it bigger and bigger every time they cut back to Zanagan, <laughs> but the animators got to uh, like it was too large, and they so they scrapped the whole thing. And also, when he gets up after and. Kiff comes in and he has the towel over him. <laughs> Apparently, a bunch of the uh, Korean animators that came back without the towel on and just they had drawn <laughs> just him naked. That would have answered the question we came across a couple minutes ago, wouldn't it? It would, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't Google. Uh, get Korea right on again. the phone. Maybe, maybe that's how we got the nickname uh, Big Z. <laughs> <laughs> the Zapper. <laughs> it's a brand against. The- <laughs> Brannigan's laws like Brannigan's love, hard and fast. <laughs> uh, okay, um, real quick, Eric, I would like to just play one round of bang, marry, kill of characters. Only one this time. Just one. Only okay, one. Okay. Only one. And it's it's got to be. There's going to be. What, what did this happen before? And it was a lot longer. We did it we with did, John. We Valley did two. Last week. We did two. Was it two, two or rounds. three? We did two rounds. We only did two rounds, but right. we're only going to do one right now. And it's pretty much the new characters like that we three. we introduced today. Okay. So, Bang, Mary, Kill, Nibbler, Zapranigan, Kiff. Oh man! Um, take a minute to, to super to easy. Take a minute. It, it, if 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 you have to think about it for a minute, I, you can. Refer or go to uh, either uh, Horchie or Pete. Well, I'm not ready yet. Either. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I'm go ready. ahead. Bang Zap Brannigan, kill or bang Zap Brannigan, marry Kiff, and kill Nibbler. And really, what what are yeah. your your reasons? Uh, uh, off the, off the bang Zap Brannigan because I imagine he's a deviant and it would be fun. <laughs> uh, yes, marry <laughs> marry, marry Kiff because. Uh, Kiff is the kind of guy you marry. And yeah, you, he you would find be loyal. Super loyal. Super loyal, you know, very, you know. Fon Fon Roo. And, uh, Mary. Yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, Nibbler, I, I never really cared for Nibbler. Oh. I but especially I, when he dresses no, up in the little he, sailor yeah, outfit. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> when you get to hear I imagine I never cared for Nibbler. His real voice for the first time. Like, every right, time I see I'll, I'll give you that, Horchie. Like, hearing his, his voice is pretty awesome. And is it Quincy? I'm, I fear Quincy we are is your Nibbler, is uh, it? Oh, Snibble. <laughs> oh. But, uh, just but, yeah. imagine Nibbler's eyes. John Lovett, to our listener, Eric has a, a little adorable pug that looks a lot like Nibbler. But I figure, like, those those are pretty, like, Zap's deviant, so you'd want to have sex with the dirty guy. And then Kiff is the one you want to marry because yeah. he's the good guy. And mm-hmm. then it's, my only other option is to kill Nibbler. Yeah, right, a right. lot of times yeah. it's just okay. the, but yeah, I think choice. Zap is the most useless of the three. So you would kill Zap? I would kill Zap and find a way to make it work with Nibbler. Which one? Which one? No, no, no. No, Mary, Mary Kiff. Okay. And, and then, then you figure would. out, I mean, maybe just take Nibbler's cape. He would eat your so dick, I told you. <laughs> so you're kind of just, I mean, that's kind of like having sex with an animal. No, no it's not. It's not. He's an alien. We He's all, an intelligent alien. Right. We don't, oh, we don't I guess, know that You know what, now. though? You know, you're right, yeah. In we this all episode, picked, it would be like an animal. Episode, we also yeah. all like picked to bang Zoidberg last time. Because <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> of weird sex jellies and stuff. What were the options, if you don't mind my asking? It was Zoidberg... The professor, the and professor Hermes. and Hermes, and oh, I'm going to answer this one too. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, real quick. So, uh, Professor Hermes and Zoidberg. Uh, we should just bring this one back oh, out. Man. For I like, <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Uh, I'd have sex with Hermes. Oh, uh, I feel like uh, I would marry the professor, and I'd kill Zoidberg because then you can eat him. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. Like uh, Tom or somebody picked Mary the Professor because he was rich or he should be rich or whatever. And that, he's just that an inventor sense. and he yeah. probably has some equity. And I feel like Hermes is Would sort have of a big like, dick. He's got the whole limbo thing, so there's Oh yeah, you got that. So that's yeah. probably, I, probably I consider pretty sexy. That. That's true. I just we all picked Zoidberg because it was just Freaky, <laughs> just why not? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna pick one of those characters to have sex with, it should be the one that uh, is gonna challenge you to clock bra or whatever. Oh, I feel so bad when he's trying to drink like the Bloody Mary and he's got the claw and he just that was uh, that might have been the very first, like, oh, okay, that's where we're gonna go with that. Yeah, beautiful. I so the, the male lays the jelly on her eggs and then you haven't, uh, you gotta answer. So, anyways, I would, uh, I, I would uh, make uh, hand signals, and I'll interpret. Uh, He's gonna uh, marry Zap, so he could be the smart one in the relationship, and he was gonna <laughs> bang Kiff because he thought it would be weird and freaky deaky, mm-hmm. and that leaves <laughs> Nibbler to be killed. Yes, and Horchie okay. could still be a father with Nibbler. Yes, yes. Sh- Shorn Cobb or whatever. What was that? <laughs> Shorn Cobb. <laughs> this episode, it, it's it's the fourth one, and. And I've said this for all three of them. And this one, I, it, this show, uh, it takes its cue from 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 uh, live action uh, sitcoms and its writing, like any good show, and always has, you know, with a bunch of jokes and everything. There's a, a story, even if it's, uh, even if the story, even if the plot is for comedy's sake. There's always one, and no, not every episode is, is Jurassic Park, but there's always one little, like full house, uh, you know, all like. Oh, here's the, the the point behind this, and this one definitely so far of these uh, out of these first four episodes, 
uh, seems the weakest in that area to me. It was a very weak episode. Like, I just mean in like, like and here's a your meaning, lesson of de- the week, a, a, a depth, you know. But uh, it's not really a heartfelt moment. Yeah, there isn't early early on when like Leela's lonely. You kind of get a little bit of that. Yeah, w- but doesn't she at the end when she's writing in her captain's log? There's sort of a. I think the lesson she is she gets her pet, throws she, it away. She, she, she turns into oh, a crazy yeah, cat yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think the lesson is that it's okay to be by yourself. Yeah, no, you're right. Which is Actually, why she threw and away I forgot the, about the, that. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Says, Screw it. Yeah. This episode, though, like, I feel like it introduced so many important characters and so many like. Recurring oh yeah, characters that become like so and, important later. Yeah, I mean, it's and hilarious. Yeah, yeah. This like, looking up just facts about this episode i always look up what like these episodes that we've been watching is like listed on like best episodes of uh, ign this actually ranks second best episode out of the top 25 which i thought was uh uh, i mean it's it's, it's got to be for zap brannigan versus anything else yeah but there are other zap brannigan episodes that that are are better yeah i I mean the especially the the amazonian Amazonian one or whatever you know i mean femputer and it's everything but The Zap and Leela first. Oh yeah, it's important. It's important, is, it's important for like yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the world best building because yeah, he, he it, refers yes. back <laughs> to them having sex all the time. Yes, I w- when when he's like talking in the hall, like when all like the soldiers are eating, and he says something, and like no one says anything, and like <laughs> and somebody shouts that, like you, you suck. suck. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Bender's voice. It was but totally I, yes. yeah. right, Dimaggio, Yeah, for and sure. then there's like times where like fries like billy west does fries voice for that and i always wonder if that's actually supposed to be the character or just like a random i think it's just, oh, random. Random. It's just them but doing like kind of like a you know they don't yeah, have to pay somebody so else yeah 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 exactly like fries Woo! yeah 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 <laughs> What, uh, I was like that he kept referring to a light meal, and they're eating a giant plate of spaghetti ham, and balls, ham, and <laughs> ravioli, and ham. He's also the fright Sunday a- bar. Fright asks for his to go, and they he when they cut to them in the cell. He's, he's got swan. the little folded swan of tin foil. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Kiff looks at Zap, and Zap's like, he just shakes his head, and. Kev just gets all upset, and then he's next scene. He gets it with it. Um, poor Kev. And there's, no, I love the fact like there's no bars or anything. The door is just a force field on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cell like door. Uh, uh, next, next generation. That's like the technology versus like totally futuristic versus like. And then there's totally a steam pipe. Retro. Why would they need steam on a steam on a? Why would they need a furnace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ship. It's what yeah. It's what makes it awesome. Uh, where's the electricity coming that he had his bed plugged into? <laughs> he was he plugged into the wall. The generator. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'd imagine it's uh, some sort of. Um, just gonna poke holes in all, in every episode. <laughs> well, it's, and it's it's an electrical box on the floor in a raised box, which is like that's a totally <laughs> old thing too. Mm-hmm. It's so industrial, and, and I think it was which, just two prong. <laughs> yeah, which also you see Zap's quarters, and it's this giant elaborate. There's there's these chiseled statues of Zap holding up pillars. It's a love and then it, and then it cuts to Kiff in his quarters. And it's this tiny little, like, he can't even stretch out. 
and then he's got to hit the ceiling with a broom. <laughs> because he's underneath <laughs> yeah. the love yeah, nation. What, what is he shouting? His, cor- is his he quarters shouting were so tiny. The... Oh, er- erotic, erotic, <laughs> erotic. <laughs> also, one of my favorite things is the painting of him <laughs> in the center of his bedroom. And he's like looking down. <laughs> like, is it just a, like a moment of contemplation? Yeah, like, it's. <laughs> that is totally Zap Brannigan. It's beautiful. So yeah, thank you so much uh, for being friends with me for years, and then uh, come coming on this show. And feel free to uh, if you have anything that you uh, I for the time this will come out for a, a month from now from us recording this. Like if your band has any shows, like it probably will be too late. Well, but if you know, actually, and, or if real yeah, quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can. I can oh, put this uh, in. Hold on. Let me plug this. Uh, this podcast, please subscribe Eric, to it. Just uh, promote yourself right now. Oh, man, I hate <laughs> promoting myself. Uh, yeah, I am a Fine, tattoo I'll artist. Do it. Eric okay. Kaplan yeah. is a tattoo artist. He puts ink on your skin uh, and it hurts. It doesn't, though. They're like <laughs> baby kisses. Do uh, you have a website so, or something where people can view your portfolio? Uh, yeah, if you go on Instagram, it is Eric underscore Kaplan01 on Instagram. K-A-P-L-A-N. So. 01. If you guys want to check out my Instagram account, there is that. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. And uh, if, my uh, email address is on there. It's uh, And oh, yeah, uh, my uh, cell phone no, it's on there. is on okay. there. So uh, yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is uh, if if you need anything if, like that. Let the if man you talk. You want to get in early? Yes. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm listen, early. I've known, I've known he can Horchie. do his own plugs. I've known Horchie for years. This is how every conversation if, goes. It's fine. Exactly. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to interrupt all of you, not just you. Don't you know? You're you're not special. <laughs> I, I I have but important I stuff special. to say that's more important than all three of you. Uh, if you if you want to get in early, because uh, he's he's booked up until August. Um, offer to get a tattoo of a tiny version of him riding on his pug with a battle axe, and that might help you out a little. Oh yeah, there is also uh, if this is if anybody wants to get this, free it'll, be for, it'll be for it'll be for free. <laughs> <laughs> it is me as a centaur. If anybody wants to get that, as it a, is my as, upper a, as body a four-legged mimic. Is yes, my upper I can body you as a four-legged mimic as a centaur pointing I, at yourself. <laughs> So yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> um, well, this yes. is a really great episode. You were a really great guest. I tried. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. This yeah, it was awesome. You, Thanks you for can me on. you can uh, find the Twitter account for this podcast at um, at Slurmcast Pod. Uh, you can find me on at R Horchi uh, and dot is Legoland. <laughs> Um, <laughs> dot eu dot gov dot ru. Uh, okay, so Eric, we have, maybe you can if if you, you don't feel pressured, but if you have any ideas. Uh, erotic. Erotic. erotic, erotic, erotic.